Hey, what's up? You're listening to Bring It In, and I'm your host, Glenn Pierce. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. What's going on, everybody? It's the Bring It In Show, as always. And man, these NBA playoffs are heating up. It is crazy. Right when we thought Miami had everything under control, wow, the Celtics come and... What's going on, Jamie? I haven't seen you forever, and you're jumping back here. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just checking in on the show. I've been uh, unavailable. You've been unavailable, so be working hard. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. great to have you uh, in. We got uh, a special guest I'll get to in just a minute. In just a minute. But, man, how about those Celtics? Are they going to uh, pull off that backdoor sweep? Man, it, it kind of looks like they are. I, I don't, you know, it's all <laughs> it's all lining up for that to happen right now. Man, I thought Jimmy Butler was going to be able to pull it off uh, game six. And seeing them lose by one point, that was, that was rough, man. That was rough. Because uh, once it goes to a game seven, it's like, man, the Celtics figured it out. But I'm, I will... We'll have to see. Uh, it's uh, Championship Monday. Almost like we're here in, uh, in college football. We got a Championship yeah. Monday. And, man, we'll get to it uh, later on in the show. But the AL East has been beating up the rest of Major League Baseball. And we'll uh, talk about that later. But, like I said, I want to get to our special guest. We have incoming... Savannah State's incoming punter slash kicker, Michael Beckton, joining us. How's it going, Michael? Pretty good. Yeah, let me let me adjust this camera so everybody watching can see. Uh, we got some uh, some cool things going on with Michael. I want to talk to you about. And Jamie, you have any questions? Just uh, jump in because oh, yeah. I say I. I didn't. I didn't tell Jamie. I'd say sometimes we we can be extremely professional here at the Bring It In Show, and sometimes we just roll with it. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's good. It's it's fun. We like to keep things loose. Uh, Michael. Oh yeah, and I'm certainly not here to take the spotlight away from you, Michael. This is your show today. Yeah, this is. It's all about you today. We just want to know about you, your your story. So, your uh, punter and kicker, you just uh, finished your senior year. Congratulations Thank on you. graduating at Jenkins High, High in uh, the city of Savannah, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, what? When did you start punting? Um, I would say since uh, elementary school. I used to just. Oh, really? uh, so it wasn't necessarily punting in football, but yeah. punting in soccer ball. Uh, okay. And uh, what's called prime time, it's like basically after school uh, care. Yeah. Um. I think it's powered by the YMCA, I believe. Okay. Um, and 
uh, I just used to kick the ball as high as I could, and I just fell in love with it, and I started to play uh, soccer. Um, always, I've always been a goalkeeper or a defender. Um, and so once I got to uh, middle school, it was uh, seventh grade, and uh, it was in the spring, so it was after football season, and I was punting the ball, um, the football, not the soccer ball, and yeah. to the uh, football guys, and they were like, how about you uh, come play? I was like, I guess. And so I went um, for my eighth grade season, and that's basically when I started uh, to actually punt. Okay. Now, now it's funny that you say that you you started out punting a soccer ball because we, we hear some of the greats that are kickers in the NFL and in college. They all start – I mean, some guys started overseas playing in other countries. So it's, it's cool you say – you went from soccer to football and me I used to coach soccer and I played soccer a little bit growing up uh but going from a goalkeeper to uh, a football player what's what's the difference because I know that being a goalkeeper tends to be one of the most physical you kind of get beat up back there when you're in the goal uh and also, do you still see it's not like this back home in Maryland? Soccer and football are directly in competition with each other in the fall time. So you have to pick. Like, So back in the day, we used to try to pull soccer players off of the soccer team. But here, you guys get to play soccer in the springtime. Do you still mm-hmm. play soccer? Um, so I played... Um... Okay, so I played my freshman year, um, okay. and that uh, the Friday, uh, I believe it was March 13th, um, that's when our season ended, and that's when the spring break was, and but it turned into forever. Uh, and then junior year, I got uh, a back injury yeah. uh, from football, um, so I missed two years, and then I played my senior year. Okay, okay. Um, do you play any other positions in football? Uh, No. Did you in the past? No, I actually just kicker punter. You've just been a kicker punter. What? Uh, what's now, your special? Uh, sorry to cut you, you off. No problem. Uh, now, as a kid, um, I've always been uh, athletic. So, like, yeah. um, I used to be able to run as fast as everybody, catch uh, the football over people, yeah. uh, like mossing people. Yeah. Um, just uh, throwing the football as far as I could, farther than other people. So, like, I I was an athlete. Like, you could you could. Um, would have thought that I would play another position, but no, I just love punting size I could. Oh, okay, yeah, and um, I mean, you you're going to Savannah State now, so you've you grew up around here, and what's it mean to actually be going on to continue your your athletic career, your punting career, and staying so close to home? I feel like it's an honor. Not many people get to uh, be in my position to do this. Yeah. And um, not many people, uh, a kicker or a punter, can do this, uh, much less any other position. So just to be able to continue my uh, career in football uh, at Savannah State is a big uh, honor. Yeah, and it it gives you the chance to stay local, to mm-hmm. continue to go back to your high school, middle school, elementary school, and talk to the children the youth to keep inspiring people to let them know that 
hey, you don't need to necessarily be a seven-foot wide receiver to continue your your athletic career and stuff like that. When um, what's can you take me through now that we've hit the uh, off season? Can you take me through a little bit of your off season? Is this off season going from high school to college going to be different than any other off season you've had? Um, I would say uh, just because um, we're in I'm in position uh, of transitioning from teams. So like my high school just finished their spring practices, yeah. But I wasn't involved with them, so I I was just basically by myself. Uh, and then summer workouts don't start until I think June. So I'm in this period, like since basically since the season ended, that I'm not part of any team at the moment. Yeah. But I'm with Savannah State. Yeah. So it's um, just been a little different. But I'm just doing what I've always been doing: working out at the gym uh, and kicking footballs from time to time. So. Okay. Are you allowed to go out to Savannah State's field? Oh yeah. At the moment, whenever you want, and and. Yeah, same thing with Jenkins. Some... Mm. Okay, so you still have uh, really good fields that you could go. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, practice at and things now, like that. Before Jenkins had their uh, new field at the school, we would have to like fight to go over to Jennifer Ross because they would um, always have soccer tournaments there, so yeah. all the fields would be taken. So before um, Jenkins was built, I would have to go to uh, Richmond Hill uh, sometimes to kick, and that's oh really uh, because um, I'm not sure if you know this, but the uh, Daffin Park field uh, yeah. and the Jugnat field right next to Bacon and Bacon Park, those yeah. are city fields. And so the city um, runs those and so they like they like to keep them closed. Yeah. But Jeff Ross is a county field, so they, they like to keep that open. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know you could get to Jennifer Ross and practice there when there isn't uh, soccer. Like mm-hmm. I said uh, a minute ago, I told you that I coached soccer for a little while for uh, Savannah United. And I know that Savannah United oh, yeah. just – they – canvas that entire area over at jennifer ross it's hard to get get out there um now the pressure situations you play sports and you are i mean i want to say you're in two the two sports you play like you are in high pressure situations being back there at goalie oh yeah i mean if somebody slips through your defense, it's all on you. And, I mean, a lot of the times I know the goalies out there acting as a second coach, kind of keeping guys in position. And then punting, I mean, high-pressure situation, you have to get that kickoff before anybody can come touch you, block the ball. And if you don't get great... Uh, great protection on your line i mean it can be scary back there i wouldn't want to be i would never i played football and i was more of a hitter or fullback so a hitter i mean an offensive Mm -hmm. hitter but um i would be scared to death standing back there how do you deal with these high pressure situations so i feel like it's the same for every position is um mostly mental and not physical because everybody's has is, is strong everybody's yeah. quick but it's all about can you make the play at the when you have to make the play and uh same thing with kicking it i i feel like it's it's 70 percent mental 30 percent physical 
um, because everybody has a strong leg, but it, when the time comes to kick it through the uprights, can you do it? Yeah. And so um, I just tell myself um, before every game that this just one day you got to give it your all, and then tomorrow you can relax. It's Saturday. Yeah. Uh, but now it's, now it's going to be Sunday in the fall. But um, I just tell myself that and don't think of anything. Just stick to what I've been training all off season for. And it's a punt play is only like two seconds. So, I mean, gotta be fast. You, yeah, you got to be fast and you got to you can't overthink it because yeah. if you overthink it, they're going to come rushing at you and it's going to be too late. Kind of like this show. You can't overthink it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, now, what what's most important on the field building? uh like, how do you build such a good relationship with your long snapper? Because I've never, I've never dove into that type of uh, relationship, but I always hear every single Sunday, I hear how important, every Saturday, I hear how important it is for the long snapper and the punter to be on the same, on the same page. I mean, is, do you, uh, what kind of things do you and your long snapper do to make sure you're on that page? And have you gotten to meet who could potentially be your long snapper for next year's season? Uh, so I'll answer the second question uh, first. Uh, I haven't, um, and we're uh, still figuring out who's gonna uh, it's going to be. Uh, but at okay. the moment, it's a linebacker. Um, okay. We're still figuring that out. But um, to go back to your first question, um, I, I would just say, um, so – my snapper, he played uh, on the D-line. So he was mainly in practice work on the D-line. So uh, the first part practice is special teams. So I would just uh, – we would just get snaps uh, and then. And we um, kind of had to teach him the importance of it, uh, of, like, the punt and PAT and field goal because that's a big, like, a component of the game. And yeah. you can't slack that playoff. Like, you might be tired. I mean – you just sit, you do like three plays. So, I mean, <laughs> like you're going to be tired. So yeah. uh, I understand that, but you got to still like focus and give me a good snap. Um, and I guess um, just because he, so I was a senior and he was a, a sophomore. So okay. he, he was still like a little immature, but he was still able, able to understand the, um, like, like what you, it takes to do it. Yeah. And you just mentioned uh, three different uh, long snaps. What do all those three, are they all three separate? Like when he's going to long snap a PAT compared to a punt, are there different like heights that he's snapping the ball yes. at those? Okay. Uh, so uh, field goal and PAT, um, you want to snap it to like where their hands are, uh, which is right above like your knee. Um, and on uh, punt, you want to snap it to their uh, – if they're a lefty, you want to snap it to the left hip. You want to throw a righty, you got to snap it to the right hip. Yeah, and I've seen uh, some of your stats out there that you uh, you can do all three. You punt, you mm. kick off, you uh, kick extra points. Is that the plan going forward to um, fill in? I know sometimes the higher – level of sports i mean obviously like we don't see punters unless it's a uh emergency in the nfl usually kicking uh extra points so are you do you still work on all those or are you starting to uh 
kind of specialize more into one one section of those. So uh, before uh, last season uh, and last season, I uh, mainly focused on punting because uh, okay. we had a we had a, a good kicker. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't really need to work on kicking. But now um, that uh, the spots open as far as for me to go chase a, a spot, so I'm working on all three to okay. hopefully at least get one. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And I mean, you you kind of mentioned that you started playing football back in eighth grade. I uh, spoke with your parents a little bit, and right after your first eighth grade football season, everything took a turn for the work. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. yeah, your first football game right after, right? The yes, first sir. football game, mm-hmm. everything took a turn for the absolute worst, and you're appendix burst right yes sir uh if you can take me through that for a little bit and how scary that was um because i've always heard how bad an appendix bursting was and until i actually just spoke to your parents i didn't i they they told me the severity of your situation Mm. Uh, so, uh, I believe it was a Monday after practice. I came home, um, and I just felt a, a stomach bug. And um, they gave me, uh, my parents gave me some uh, medicine to take. Uh, hopefully, uh, that it would go away. And yeah. then uh, it got worse. So, I went to the um, the doctor um, on Tuesday, uh, and they said, I just have the stomach bug that's going around. Uh, we'll give you some medicine. Um and just kept getting worse and so i went back uh the next week um and it said oh he's constipated um so they gave me some um uh forgot what it's called um laxatives to um just release it um that didn't work and so i still had pain so my mom uh she's uh was a nurse um still is a nurse for over 20 years she um was uh, tell him, hey, you need to uh, check his right side. Uh, it has to be this. It has to be this. So yeah. he, once he touched it, I, I squealed up. Ooh. And uh, within an hour of being in the emergency room, I was in emergency surgery. Um, they actually uh, carried, one of the doctors actually carried me back to the car. I couldn't walk after the, uh, outside of the uh, doctor's office. Yeah. Um, and um, it was... I mean, it happened so fast. I really didn't have time to think. But um, now that it's uh, happened, I uh, look back on it. I mean, it was very scary. Oh, I I bet it was. And hearing just that you were dealing with these pains for over a week and you're seeing doctors uh, to see. Luckily, your mom makes them check your right side and check the appendix. I mean... Uh, my brother was he had his appendix removed it was about to burst and it was the most pain he had ever been in in his life and you're walking around like this did they give you any kind of timeline on how long your appendix had been burst um they might have told my parents but not okay but i mean it was burst you go in you have and correct me because I'll probably be wrong. Was it four or six surgeries? So um, to go back, uh, so I actually went to school the day before my surgery, uh, and it was first block. Oh man! Uh, yeah, it was it was first block, and um, 
So, I, like, that whole time I was in pain, I was actually going to school um, because it was football season. I wanted to go and practice. Yeah. But, I, obviously, at that time, I wasn't practicing. I because was just, you were feeling I was, too bad. Yeah, I was going home right after school. Okay. The, the coach knew what I was going through, but yeah. um, he didn't know what it was. Yeah. Uh, and so I went uh, to school Thursday, and I just – I just couldn't walk down the hallway, so I I said I gotta go home. I just, it's too bad. So did any um, teacher say, "Come on, stop, uh, stop faking"? No, I mean, okay. like cause everybody I was, knew. Yeah, I was hunching over yeah. and everything. Um, and this was uh, during the time we were taking like a big test or whatever. So like, yeah. I had to go to school to take it. Um, and they were like, "Oh, so you, I mean, finish this test and then you can go home." So right. I, w- I went home and then. Um, I tried to go back to school that uh, the next day, which was that Friday, and um, I, I was getting ready for school, and I just, I just couldn't get out of bed. I mean, it was yeah. just that painful, and so I went. Um, while I'm going to the emergency room, I mean, the doctor's office. As soon as they open, I think at like nine, nine a.m. or something, like that. Mm-hmm, okay. Who? Um, and it was it was four surgeries. Four surgeries. Mm-hmm. You come through. You. I mean. Does. Did that make you, were you hesitant after you healed up and, and started gaining weight and feeling better? Were you hesitant to get back onto the football field after that? Um, I mean, not really. Um, yeah. It's actually pretty funny. So uh, after my surgery, um, I started eating uh, Debbie cakes and I gained weight, I think like 25 pounds. Because uh, I was very skinny. I was like skin yeah. and bones. So like any weight was good weight um so i went uh i was um around christmas break so it was december so uh um soccer tryout started in february so um during that time i was actually i felt like i was more athletic than i was before because oh, i was okay. like i was smaller and i was able You're a little leaner to, yeah leaner uh and so i still play goalkeeper um and I wound up uh, beating a couple of people out for it, uh, which is crazy to think about because, I mean, I'm skinnier and everything, but I was still able to beat them out. And um, I was not uh, I was a little uh, scared because uh, as a goalkeeper, you have to dive and everything. And yeah. being uh, weak, I guess, like that, uh, you feel like you can hurt yourself more uh, than you normally would. So, I mean, I guess that uh, uh, kind of played a role, but uh, not really. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. So, I mean, and you say something that gets gets to me, and obviously it's my stomach thinking. Um, is I get led by my stomach a lot. I'm I, I'm actually a chef too. Uh, can I get your top five list of little Debbies? Um, so I haven't had it uh, maybe six years. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying to get uh, on the, the healthy healthier, diet. Healthier, yeah. um, healthier. So I would say um, cosmic brownies. Oh, okay. uh, these aren't in order. Uh, oh, cosmic, okay. cosmic brownies, um, the Omo cream pies, uh, honey buns, um, the not the uh, chocolate one, but the vanilla uh, Christmas cakes. And uh, I would say... Um, I can't remember the last one. Oh, okay. But. Jamie, you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Do you have a top five uh, list of Little Debbie Cakes? Come on, man. This, you, can't, um, you can't go <laughs> wrong with it. You can't really go wrong with any of them. But, uh, 
you know, I I always like the star crunches and I always like the 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 cakes, the vanilla cakes too. Oh, okay, mm. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. the uh, nutter butter, yeah. 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 Uh, pulling them apart and eating them. Yep, yep. that's no. exactly how I eat them. <laughs> one one little yep. wafer at a time. So, uh, mine, I would probably say number one, oatmeal cream pie because my Basset Hound dog, he he loves to share them with me. Uh, Nutty Buddies, zebra cakes, um, and I like the uh, Easter, the long Easter vanilla cakes mm. but they don't put enough in the box no. for me you wipe through a box of those almost so like twinkies fast. exactly <laughs> it's not fair they yeah. need to load them up and that's like i said we we jump around from topic to topic uh from times can you uh jumping back on to you as a kicker can you what's the worst type of weather that you've played in so far have you played in like bad rain um trying to remember uh no because usually in uh in this area if it rains it's going to thunder so yeah so uh, or lightning everything gets canceled Uh, or postponed Uh, for or usually like it rains all day um uh so actually um first game of season last year was uh against okay. bc this was on tv um and it rained uh all day uh and in pre-game warmers it was raining and then um the game actually got postponed for a, an hour and a half or so yeah. so we were stuck in the locker room while it was like pouring cats and dogs outside and um it was like we were in there for like an hour it was crazy um and we just got closer uh in the locker room um because we were that's all we we had because we had no yeah. cell service or anything in there um and so i guess i would say that um but then uh the the blitz border bowl game um which is on tv as well yeah that, that was in january the winds were like 25 miles an hour it was crazy uh you you couldn't kick on the opposite direction or else the ball would just come flying right back right in your back face to you. yeah uh going kicking towards the wind how far could you kick going towards the wind oh with the wind i would i hit uh i believe like a so i was i was on the 35 and and i hit the crossbar on the other goal post (laughs) uh with with a punt and my uh my friend uh john he's the kicker he hit a a 60 during during (laughs) halftime nice nice yeah i mean it gets it gets rough a lot of the turf uh, a lot of the fields around here are turf, so that makes it easier to play a game sometimes after, mm-hmm. as long as there's no standing water on it. Um, yeah. Memorial Field, Memorial Stadium's got a real nice field. Do you, have you ever been in, like, real grass, like, real nasty grass and mud and had to kick in that kind of um i mean i wouldn't say it, it was muddy but uh are you familiar with uh garden city stadium uh, next to groves I, I am a little bit i've seen it as i'm um, driving by i think um is it right against the it's right against road? the uh, railroad tracks yeah okay um, yeah they uh their field is all grass and it's probably like 30 years old or whatever yeah um it's terrible is I hate it? I hate grass fields because uh, they don't cut it like a certain length. So like your the ball like it dips into the grass. So when you kick it, like the the T moves and everything. Oh, so okay. That's why I hate it. Yeah. Uh, but if the grass is um, level like turf, then it's fine for me. Oh okay. 
Nice. Jamie, you have any uh, questions? Um, no, I'm pretty excited to hear the story. Um, what, uh, what is it you think you're looking forward to most coming into the next season? Are you looking forward to just getting on the team? Are you looking forward to getting better? Um, where, where, do you, where is it you got your goals set for this upcoming season? Um, so I'm, I'm always looking to get better. Um, but one of my major goals is to, um, hopefully, uh, be one of the top D2 punters in the country. Um, I feel like, um, coming out of high school, um, I mean, I was good, but I could, I could get better. And, um, right now I feel like that's one of my big goals. Okay. Nice. Have you had an opportunity to meet with, uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of the players that are, returning for this season uh this next season with savannah state um no sir but um uh i'm gonna be with them in a couple weeks so yeah you should probably start some off uh, or summer sessions and stuff here soon mm -hmm. now um once you guys start practicing and it, let me know if uh you've been in your high school coach's ear about this also but are there i mean you told me earlier that when you're younger i mean you're throwing further than a lot of the kids <laughs> come on are we going to be able to see you with a uh a fake punt situation i mean whatever uh the situation occurs but i mean i could still throw the football um around some now it might not be like the most accurate but i can throw it deep so uh, all right you know. all right so we got a uh real tall wide receiver you can <laughs> you can go sail it for him i like i like it i like the confidence that's great yeah well we're going to uh take a quick break for some station identification and we will be right back. Hi, this is Trip Rogers. Join me for the music and memories of the first three decades of rock and roll. The Music Yearbook is on 107.5 WRUU on the third and fourth Tuesdays of every month at 10 p.m. Senior Citizens Incorporated is looking for volunteer Meals on Wheels drivers. A few hours each week will connect some of our area's most vulnerable residents with nutritious food and a regular knock on the door. For more information, contact Laura at 912-964-5411. This portion of WRUU's programming is brought to you by listeners and by Sentient Bean. Sentient Bean has been serving fair trade coffee, thoughtfully sourced food, and other items to the community since 2001. They offer curbside pickup, delivery, and online ordering as well. They are open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily and are located at 13 East Park Avenue on the south side of Forsyth Park. More information can be found at sentientbean.com. Did you know that the greatest expenses WRUULP Savannah pay each month are for the actual over-the-air signal and streaming services? They play a huge role in bringing you programs like The Abyss, The Verb Altitude Hour, At The Controls, and that old Savannah Magic Show, Smooth Mike, Jaws Jams, and Six Borough Playlist. Whether you tune in to 107.5 FM LP Savannah or stream on WRUU.org, our volunteers need you to keep the station going. There is no you and WRUU without you. 
please, won't you make a mo- take a moment and donate? Go to WRUU.org and decide what amount works best for your budget so that we can balance ours. Thank you for listening and thank you for supporting Community Radio with Global Soul. And we are back. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul. And you're listening to the Bring It In Show. We're here. Oh, man. Jamie, you there? Did I turn you on? I'm right here. All right, all right, good. Man. Our, our local guys, the Savannah Falcons, they went down to Jacksonville. Savannah Falcons, your local semi-pro football team, went down to Jacksonville in the first round of the playoffs, and they lost to the Bold City Avengers, I think. Yeah, Bold City Avengers in... Uh, a game that was a little more one-sided than the Falcons would hoped, and it ended up uh, being thirty to thirty to fourteen is what it what happened. But I mean, the Savannah Falcons, their third season, they wound up finishing six with six wins, two losses, and a tie. Now, the tie was because a game against the Effingham Outlaws got rained out at the end of the season, and they didn't have a chance to make that game up because it wouldn't have changed too much. So, under the leadership of owner Eddie Morgan and assistant head coach Devontae Green, the Falcons exhibited tremendous growth and determination throughout the seasons. The team's success can be attributed to the hard work and dedication of its talented roster and well-cohesive strategy that has allowed them to dominate the field. So they're going to take a little break. They're going to rework things, and they'll be out there getting guys to try out probably sometime late August, getting ready for their fourth season. And as far as I know, they're still going to be competing in the EAFL, a really competitive league throughout Georgia and Florida. So, I mean, huge league, 40 teams. And uh, it was it was a good season. It was the best season. Yeah. It's never happy the Monday after you lose in the playoffs. Mm-mm. It's never good. But if you take a step back and see where the Falcons have gotten to at this point, finishing with a winning record is definitely better than what they've ever done before. So we're still here with incoming Savannah State punter, kicker, Michael Becton, and... We're talking about his journey through life and football and the fact that it's not all about football. You're you're going to the next level of football, but also life. Uh, what are your plans once you get to Savannah State academically? 
Do uh, you do you have plans of what you would like to study when you get there? Yes, yeah, so I plan on uh, majoring in biology. Okay. Um, and the reasoning behind that is, um, so Savannah State doesn't have any uh, medical uh, majors, so uh, biology is the closest one to that. So I'm going to uh, do that and then uh, go into either being a physician assistant or a physical therapist um, because um, I got injured uh, my junior year. Yeah. And um, I, I really... Uh, fell in love with how they help uh get me back to where uh on the field and back healthy and i want i love the feeling of that and i want to give other people that feeling okay so your your plan is to stick around sports kind of sports yeah. yeah and and that's that's awesome that you always need more sports medicine out there uh everything's always changing about it and just to just to go into that that's that's good because i mean you get to stick around sports i mean you you could lock yourself in a studio like us to stay around <laughs> sports but i mean it's it's more worthwhile and beneficial yeah and also <laughs> to it also do uh, that than what we're doing comes back full circle because like the medicine part with me so yeah. yeah so you've been it's got to be in inspiration that kind of you've been inspired almost by the journey you've gone through Mm -hmm. to continue along this same path almost around to give back where you've been blessed and given second opportunities and things like that that's awesome where uh so what what would you say is the coolest place or the coolest thing that you've gotten to do because of your leg because of punting and things like that um so uh for kickers uh they usually go to college camps or uh kicking camps and yeah. uh, most people go to kicking camps and so i've been a part of um cole's kicking uh which is uh the uh like the top kicking camp to go to and okay. i've uh one camps there like uh they uh have a camp in uh texas arizona um the new york area in uh atlanta georgia and i i went up there uh in december and i won the whole thing um so that was pretty cool uh that's i was always been a lifelong uh dream of mine since a kid to uh, be that guy who wins it all um where were you competing in uh, atlanta so it's uh it's funny so they they say it's atlanta but it was 30 miles outside of atlanta uh, okay near um athens uh, all right so that was pretty fun but my biggest um place i've ever kicked in was dallas cowboy stadium was and, this part of that camp no so this is uh another kicking camp it's called corn blue kicking camp um and he's a, a michigan um football alum and um he actually trained Jake Moody and uh, Brad Robbins, the guys who just got drafted. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, only 50 people in the country uh, got invited to go to the camp. And uh, You were was, one of them? Yeah, I was one of them. One of the 50 best high school kickers uh, so out there? It wasn't um, 50 of the best, uh, yeah. but it was, it was like uh, – so you couldn't uh, pay to get to the camp. So he just – uh, chose who he wanted to go. Yeah. So that was it's really uh cool to be chosen. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really awesome. We were there and, uh from like four p.m. to yeah. uh, ten p.m. So we were there when the sun was out and when the sun set. So it was like light inside and was dark inside. Okay. Um, and you, I mean, 
yeah, maybe the camp wasn't for the 50 best high school kickers, but I feel like I saw somewhere that you're ranking somewhere in the top 50 of mm-hmm. high school kickers out there. I, I'm not, I don't make the rankings. So um, with Corn Blue, they, uh, the reason why they only invited 50 is so they, yeah. they call, uh, they have a ranking system called the Fab 50. Um, and I'm actually uh, a part of it. Uh, after the camp, I was ranked uh, 14th in the country uh, with them. Um, and uh, with Coles, um, after my junior, uh, yeah, after my junior uh, camp season, going into my junior year, yeah. um, I uh, was uh, top 50 in the country and uh, third in Georgia. Um, and uh, that's when people started to go to camps. Uh, and they started competing for the spots and everything uh so i kind of dropped down um but last season i finished uh top 30 senior in the country um and uh top 15 punter in georgia all right so you're you're going to savannah state were there other schools that were uh trying to lure you to get to them oh sadly no uh just because i feel like it's the uh, transfer portal era right now and yeah most people uh well most coaches rather get a guy who's experienced in college and everything yeah so it, i mean and it makes sense and also a lot of coaches i mean i even remember uh growing up university of delaware my freshman year i knew the field goal kicker and it was just a random walk-on who came to practice that year. He was just going to the school. He, I mean, they didn't do anything. They did no recruiting for any kind of kickers there at University of Delaware. But, I mean, all programs I know are different. So it's it's got to be hard to uh Yeah, well, I've, I've also uh, been told this, and I found it on myself at the same time, uh, I mean, who would you rather take a first, uh, a quarterback or a kicker? So obviously it's going to be the quarterback. So we're the last to be uh, recruited, and I mean it kind of gives you a humbling experience. Um, yeah. And it wants you to uh, for the coaches that didn't choose you to go out there and uh, I guess prove them wrong, exactly. saying that you should have uh, chose me. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean that's yeah, that's some of the best football stories we hear as we look over we turn on our tv on sunday are guys i mean sometimes you find like somebody who's selected 10th in the draft and they're like i absolutely hate the nine teams that picked before me because they didn't pick me so i mean a little chip on your shoulder but it sounds like you're humble because you shot down the when I tried to say you're top 50, you shot that down really quick, even though you've been ranked very high. So, I mean, those are, those are awesome. Uh, what, what's your, what's your plan today? Are you working out today? Oh yeah. So today, uh, it's Monday. So I call it leg day Monday. So okay. Gonna get after it today in the gym. Okay, just the gym? Are you gonna go out to the field or anything? Oh, uh, so I kicked yesterday. So oh, okay. I kick on the weekends and on Wednesdays. Oh, okay. So I work out uh, legs uh, Monday and Friday and uh, upper body Tuesday and when I mean Thursday. Oh, so. okay. And I mean, you're you're big, you're swole for a kicker. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. say I've seen some kickers that don't have the muscle on. I mean. Well, I blame COVID for that. I gained a lot of weight during COVID. 
didn't we all? <laughs> I mean, like I said, little Debbie cakes and me and COVID did not work out well. Well, I mean, it worked out well for me, but yeah. <laughs> Man, so what uh I love I love hearing the little tidbits of your story is there anything that we're leaving out um so i would say um uh, i've learned a lot of uh life lessons from uh kicking yeah. and football in general um one big thing is um uh, i mean i i mean i kind of struggle with this uh from day to day um is um don't get too hype over uh like if you make a big punt or a big field goal don't get too low if you miss it i just stay uh right there in the middle um that would help you in life uh big time because you might not have the best day but tomorrow could be the best day of your life so don't ever get too low don't ever get too high yeah that's that's great great words of of wisdom from somebody so young i mean Mm -hmm. you you never that's gonna help you out so you're never freaking out in those high pressure situations and you're you're never feeling too full of yourself mm-hmm. when you you nail that coffin kick. Yeah, another yeah. Uh, one is uh, everybody puts their pants one leg on at a time. So nobody is different than anybody. So Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that is true. Believe me, because I've tried. I have. <laughs> you wind up flat on your face. Jamie, you got anything? No, man. I wish, I'm wishing this kid the best of luck, man. I'm waiting, looking forward to seeing him. Yeah. Work out there, yeah. Have, has uh, Savannah State released their schedule yet? Oh, uh, yeah. So they, I believe they released it back in March. Uh, it's actually, so I'm not sure if you knew this, but uh, Ed Reed was going to be the coach at Bethune Cookman. Uh, he wound up getting fired, sadly, but. That was uh, our second game of the season. We could have played Ed Reed. Oh man, uh, that, that would have been really cool. Yeah, that um, would have. I mean, I yeah. I follow. Like I said, I'm a Ravens fan, so huge our, yeah. Ed Reed. Our uh, first two games. Um, so, uh, we travel every game on a bus, um, which that would be very fun because we uh, our first two games are in Florida near Daytona. Yeah. Uh, and then we play uh, on a team near Columbus, Ohio. So we travel a 12-hour bus ride to Columbus, um, and then we play. Uh, our last game is in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's near uh, Nashville, and then um, we play uh, all the teams in Georgia, like uh, Morehouse, Clark, Atlanta, Fort Valley, uh, Albany. Uh, matter of fact, we play Albany um, and Brunswick for the first uh, ever Coastal City Classic. So that should be interesting. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I just pulled up uh, your schedule. I'm. Jamie and I are doing the same thing. We're we're speeding through, checking out your schedule, and it's man team building. There's nothing like a long bus ride with your team. Uh, I've I've probably only experienced about a five or six hour uh, trips with my teams. Uh, what's the longest trip you guys have had to take um, playing at Jenkins? So. I believe um, my longest trip was actually in soccer. Matter of oh, fact, okay. so well, actually, no, 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 no. So my longest uh, tr- uh, trip was actually uh, in football. So that was uh, to uh, Lagrange uh, area, Columbus, Georgia. Uh, my sophomore year, we uh, traveled there, and then we traveled back. It was probably like eight hours in total, I believe. Oh, okay, um, same day. Uh, same day. Oh, and, no, uh, 
you guys didn't stay overnight or anything so we got there uh i think like three o'clock so we okay. were there uh before um like way before this game started but yeah. in uh soccer this season um we uh moved up to five base so we play uh in a bigger region so we uh had to travel to coffee county uh which is Ty- where tyreek hill went to high school yeah uh we had to play um Greenbrier, which is in augusta we had to travel to Ware county uh we had to travel to um uh, Bradwell, which is in Hinesville. So we uh, we had a lot of traveling. Um, so, I mean, that was the most traveling I did on a team uh, as far as, like, in a season. But yeah. my longest trip was with football. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but no overnight stays? Uh, no. Okay. So it was all, like, once the game's over, get them on the bus and we're leaving. Yeah. So now, so now you're looking forward to, I mean, hopefully they're putting you up and getting you breakfast before your games and stuff mm. on those long. I mean, when you're in Ohio, they can't just take you there for the game and bring you Oh, back. no, no, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we stay a couple of days. Yeah, so, and yeah. staying there a couple of days Even is a good, always good nice. Night rest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, rest, you get to practice on the field you're going to play, get used to where you are and things like that. That's always uh, real, real fun and a good... A good experience with uh the team i can remember like i said a couple couple playoff games and uh like state tournaments and things like that for wrestling going and getting to stay in a hotel and things mm-hmm. like that yeah. college wrestling mm, they just put us a, on yeah. a on a van and shipped us home <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing like, better than being a part of a team yeah, yeah i mean it's great it's great to be part of a team you go through the the highs and the lows with a bunch of people i mean i got i got guys that have been on this show that were part of uh some of my youth teams not jamie because he grew up in new york Yankees fan and he's (laughs) yeah he is old I mean I'm old too but um but yeah is I wanted to just thank you for stopping by I want everybody to keep their eyes peeled for Savannah State and Michael out there punting and uh I wish you the most luck in the future of your career and it sounds like you're you're in this whole thing to help people out so mm. that's well uh, the beautiful yeah. part of this As a matter story. of fact um so right now um since i'm not with savannah state uh yeah. as far as summer workouts go i'm actually going to come back to jenkins and uh help the uh freshmen and sophomores that are kickers and punters and help uh, coach them up oh, okay so. so you're gonna you're gonna dip your toes mm. into the uh pool of coaching uh, for a little bit a little before bit, yeah. yeah it's, mm. it's it's a hard one to get out of. Oh yeah, trust me. <laughs> once you once you get in, uh, but it, that's that's awesome. You're sticking around, so I mean, I I'd love to see, and I'm I'm guessing you're going to be visiting your your old stomping grounds, your old schools, with your new jerseys on and stuff like that, and I I want to congratulate you for everything you've you've been through and i want to uh wish you luck on the future thank you so i i'm glad you came on jamie anything we got about eight minutes left yeah no like like you just said good luck we're gonna be looking for you and look forward to getting you back on the show and 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 living through some of your 
you know, new experiences you're going to come up with this year. Yeah, yes, we we definitely like to uh, check yeah. back in with you and see how how the college life is treating you. But Jane, um, not oh. not to uh, brag on myself too yeah, much, no, but brag, brag. Um, I'm uh, one of the first uh, public school uh, kickers, SCCPSS uh, kickers, to sign to a school in uh, decades. So it's it's really uh, an honor to just uh, be where I'm at right now because not many people get the opportunity. Yeah, that's not bra- – I mean, hey, you're just letting everybody know. How big of a, a, an opportunity this the, is for me. The history that's mm-hmm. going on too right yeah. now. So, I mean, that's that's awesome. And and you're, you're working hard towards it. You really worked hard towards it after going through your appendix bursting and mm-hmm. – going through sepsis which can not can but does kill, kill you, people yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah. i mean it's, it's the doctor said that i was awesome. the sickest patient he had in two years and uh i was the sickest uh i was actually like in the hall the hallway i was in was next to cancer patients and i was sicker than them oh uh, man so so that really just bad. that just that opens the window like puts the light on the situation mm-hmm. like this was such a huge such a huge uh medical procedures such a huge accident i mm. such a huge moment in your life that you were able to overcome is awesome um and uh i have a on twitter i have my twitter banner uh i believe it's uh Never forget God, even when uh, things don't go your way. Something along those lines. Yeah. And basically, just whenever I feel like something's not not going my way, I just think back and how blessed I am. And um, just, I mean, what else can I say? I mean, I mean that's I that you you don't have to say too much. I mean, because it's it's the truth. I mean, saying letting everybody know you feel that you're blessed is is the thing to do. Because I mean. It just it just highlights the situation, but man, you've been through some some awesome things, and you've got your path set out, and you're following it. You've gotten chance after chance, and you're not you're not letting that slip through your fingers. No, nope. I mean, it's we didn't even talk about this, but your mom was telling me how she saved you from drowning when you were how old were you? Uh, Eighteen months. Eighteen months. And that's got to be the scariest thing for a parent. Uh, and you don't have any recollection of that being oh, 18 no. months. So, no. I mean, that never stopped you from swimming or anything, did it? No. So I, I go to the aquatic center every uh, week to do a uh, recovery. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. And congratulations you one more time. And, man... Jamie, yes, you sir. you know the AL East. I said we were going to get to it. We don't have much time, but because we I'm had pretty, such an awesome. I'm pretty, I'm pretty familiar with the AL East. The AL East, because you're a Yankees fan, but <laughs> every top, top division. I mean, all the teams there. They've each had a winning record and positive run differential up till Saturday. I I didn't add anything. No uh, Sunday stats in, which being an Orioles fan, I probably should have after that, yeah. the <laughs> Friday and Saturday getting beat by the Rangers so bad. 
But, you know, if the Blue Jays were like in any other division, they'd be the number one team. They're over 500. And right now they're sitting at the bottom of a huge division that just keeps beating each other. Well, not even beating each other up because last year there would have been... 190 games where interdivisional games where these teams have to play each other and that kind of thins yeah. things out now that everybody has to play each other and you only get 130 games yeah it's only 60 games difference but that 60 games spread out over the entire MLB so these teams don't have to beat each other up as much I mean like you and I we're trying to find Orioles Yankees tickets and it's just it's it's tougher than it used to be because you don't have as many options but man they're all over 500 and i mean they're it's just it's it's going to be fun because they don't have to beat each other up it's going to be fun coming up to the very end yeah oh it's, uh definitely going to see you know there's going to be some teams making some runs going on some losing runs some winning runs i mean i think it's going to be a very exciting september with the al east yeah i think so too uh where, it's, where, where all these teams are going to really have a chance to get themselves into a playoff spot yeah and i mean it's the first time that the that i've actually heard at the trade like before i know we're we're a month and a week away from trade deadline and stuff like that or all-star break but the orioles are actually talking that they they are buyers this year they're not sellers they're trying to bring in some pitchers and they need some pitchers like one two aces would be awesome maybe next week we'll uh go through what some teams need and what some teams might get uh, as, as we're winding down, I want to make sure everybody remembers that there is a Game 7 in the NBA tonight. Heat versus Celtics in Boston. Boston is favored by 7.5 points. The Heat, can they do it four games in a row? We'll have to see. And I am, I mean, try not to I talk football game. Luckily, you you were here. But um, I'm tr I'm trying to see where where D Hop is going. I hear the Ravens are one of the teams on the list, but also will that hurt some of the young, talented wide receivers that are supposed to be budding on the Ravens? Well, we'll get to that and a little more next week on the Bringing In Show. <laughs> 